Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 131, and I am here today to take you through an awesome conversation. We are going to dive into the origins of the ballistic performance method. So, in other words, exactly how we've come up with our training concepts and methodologies and what influenced us to create our programs. So, first off, before we dive into that conversation, the usual life updates, ballistic updates, life updates bathroom renovation should be completed. Now I'm going out on a limb here. And when Ashley hears this, if she listens, which I don't think she ever does because she hates when we listen to ourselves on anything, like she can't hear her own voice or my voice. But if she happens to hear this, she's going to slap me. It should be done by the end of the week. So this recording is on Tuesday. What would that be? The 17th. This is going to come out. It should be done by this Friday. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, as far as other life updates, we did our first load of baby laundry, which I didn't even realize that was going to be a milestone, but Ashley came out and was so excited that she had washed all of our little baby clothes for our baby that's coming in August. So that's exciting. Also, random question, are diaper parties still a thing? Like four guys to get together and just drink, have a have a beer, you know, play pool, play poker, whatever. Do something, go hunting, fishing, and have all the dudes bring diapers for the dad to be. Is that still a thing? Because if it is, I should definitely do that. But if it's no longer a thing, I want to know why. Because that is fucking brilliant. Just loads and loads of diapers that you can stash and hold on to until the baby comes. And then before you know it, you'll be through them and you'll have to buy your own anyway. But that would be pretty sick. Uh, then lastly, we purchased a crib, so we're well on our way to starting the nursery. So all things are looking good on that end. As far as ballistic updates, we just got our apparel, our personal apparel last week, and it is fucking amazing. By far our favorite release yet. And I'm not just saying that to say it before this one was the blackout collection, which was the black camo and the black tee. But this one is amazing. T-shirts and tanks are super soft, made out of great material. Designs look super sharp, um, and the fit is incredible as usual. So if you have not ordered either one of the Ballistic Basic T-shirts, a crop tank, or a long sleeve shirt, you need to get on that. They are incredible, and you do not want to miss out because once we're out of stock, we are out of stock. We are not 
going to update that whatsoever. Once this collection is gone, it's gone. Uh, lastly, if you haven't been following along on Instagram or Facebook, we are on a wait list for our one-on-one fitness and nutrition coaching. And we're also on a wait list for our in-person training here in Dubois. So if you're in the greater Dubois area and looking for personal training, we have a wait list for that. So if you want to get your name on either of those lists, whether it's online or in person, to ensure that you have first dibs when spots become available and you want to be notified immediately, that's how it's done. Get your name on the list and you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Okay, so back to the conversation. Where did the concept of interval-based workouts come from? Because that is what we do. We create interval-based training programs that help you achieve your goals. So first off, it's inspired by science as well as 15 years of cumulative experience between Ash and I. So this isn't some fad. This isn't something we came up with out of the blue or think may work, something that may be attractive to, to folks listening. This is inspired by science and experience. So first, let's talk about the research. To be 100% transparent, there is not a lot of research regarding the combination of interval training and resistance training. I'm not talking about concurrent training, meaning you do interval training for cardio and then lift all in the same session. I'm talking about taking the two concepts and integrating them into one, into a single method where you're lifting on the clock or you're lifting to intervals, as well as conditioning to intervals, but primarily lifting to intervals, and then the conditioning would be separate sessions in separate programs. But all that said, here's what we do know about interval training and health. And when I say interval training in this sense, I'm talking about what most of you think about when you think of interval training, and that's more aerobic-based exercise or cardiorespiratory exercise. So the research has suggested that interval training generates greater reductions in total fat mass compared to more moderate intensity continuous training. Evidence has also suggested that interval training can increase VO2 max and improve some cardiometabolic risk factors in overweight and obese populations. Furthermore, there's an enormous body of evidence supporting the following recommendations as they relate to cardiorespiratory training. If you're looking to improve aerobic endurance or target the oxidative system, which we've talked about before, that's a low to moderate intensity, an RPE of four to six. It's light loads, less than 76% of your 1RM if you're a percentage person. It's longer interval-based work, meaning greater than 120 seconds of work, and shorter rest periods. When we look at rest periods, we're looking specifically at work-to-rest ratios, and so it's a one-to-one or less for the work-to-rest ratio, and you're repeating those efforts three to five times or three to five intervals. So that's how we target the oxidative system or our aerobic capacity. We want to improve our endurance. If we're targeting the glycolytic energy system, which is like that fast, uncomfortable zone, that's going to be more moderate to high intensity, RPEs up to 7 to 8. More moderate loads, 60 to 85% of your 1 at max, again, if you're a percentage person. If not, just think that 7 to 8 out of 10 on the RPE scale. Moderate work intervals, somewhere around 20 to 120 seconds, so 20 seconds to 2 minutes. And then more moderate rest periods, like a 1 to 2 or a 1 to 3 work to rest ratio. And then those are going to be repeated, those efforts, six to nine times or six to nine intervals. And then lastly, if we're targeting the ATP-PC system, which is your power system, your all-out efforts, 
It's going to be very high intensity. The RP is going to be 8 to 10. Heavier loads, greater than 80% of your 1 rep max. Short work intervals, like 0 seconds to 10 seconds. I know 0 doesn't make sense, but 10 seconds or less. Longer rest periods, so 1 to 5 or larger work to rest ratio. And those efforts are going to be repeated at 10 to 15 intervals or 10 to 15 repeats. So all of that is a brief synopsis of what we know and what the research has shown regarding interval training and just cardiorespiratory exercise in general and those recommendations. Now, as far as resistance training is concerned, there is a mountain of research that supports all of the following. One, it's hypothesized that there are three primary factors that are responsible for initiating hypertrophy or muscle growth. And those are mechanical tension, muscle damage, and metabolic stress. Mechanical tension has been documented as the primary driver of hypertrophy. And the use of tempo may be the most effective and appropriate method to deliver this quality. For hypertrophy training, the optimal time under tension should range anywhere between 20 and 70 seconds per set. Lengthening exercises, in other words, the eccentric phase, it creates a more rapid rise in protein synthesis and a greater increase in IGF-1, which is insulin growth factor 1, and mRNA expression. In other words, it creates a more rapid response and rise in the things that create muscle growth. Additionally, a load less than 65% of your 1R max is not really considered sufficient to promote muscle growth. Uh, rest intervals can be classified into, you know, short, medium, and long, or short, moderate, and long. So short would be 30 seconds or less, moderate is 60 to 90 seconds, and long would be three minutes or more. And it seems that longer duration rest intervals, two minutes or more, are required to maximize strength gains in resistance-trained individuals. And overall, an overall arching theme or umbrella here is that hypertrophy-oriented programs should employ a rep range of 6 to 12, with rest intervals ranging from 60 to 120 seconds. And at least some of the sets should be carried to a point of muscular failure or concentric failure. If you're thinking of a bicep curl, like you couldn't curl it up anymore. Perhaps, you know, alternating those sets of failure between training cycles. But the point is that some should be taken to failure. And the concentric reps should be performed at fast to moderate speeds, like one to three seconds. And the eccentric reps, or the lowering phase, or the lengthening phase, should be performed at slightly slower speeds of like two to four plus seconds. So I know there was a ton of information, but what I wanted to do there was to provide context for this conversation and show you that there is evidence, there is clinical research that supports these statements as well as the concepts that we're going to take and apply to our program here, and I'm going to explain how we did so here in a moment. So now that we've outlined all of that, what we did was take that information, combine it with our experiences across multiple arenas, including Division One strength and conditioning, high school sport performance, corporate wellness, CrossFit, personal training, etc., because we've been in all of those areas. And we've taken that, and it's allowed us to see the following. One, what concepts and methods work with the majority of individuals? So that's what our experience has allowed us to see. 
That's what all of these are going to be in this next sequence. The second thing that our experience and knowledge have allowed us to see is what training splits are the most effective. The movements that most individuals struggle with. The most effective progressions for helping people move forward. Methods and movements that look great on paper, but weren't the most practical in the gym. How long it actually takes to complete various types of training sessions. You know, what are people actually enjoying versus, you know, what looks good on paper and what we think would work well for them or what we enjoy, et cetera, et cetera. So all of that knowledge and experience played a role in the development of our approach, which if we put it in a nutshell is interval-based resistance training and conditioning. But we also know that not everyone is training for the same goal and not everyone enjoys the same types of training programs. So that's why we created three different tracks. Now, with those tracks, their names are Build, Move, and Perform, and each one has a specific purpose. The Build program is your standard, old-school, bodybuilding-style, aesthetic-based program. In other words, you're going to look good and feel great. Move is a GPP, or General Physical Preparedness-style program, to get you off the couch and into a better quality of life. In other words, it's functional fitness done smarter. So we're not just going at maximal intensity every single day and running ourselves into the fucking dirt. Then perform is just what it sounds like. It's a performance-based strength and conditioning program in which involves, excuse me, Olympic weightlifting, functional fitness, and Metcons smashed into one program that's planned, structured, and purposeful. Now, Regardless of which program we're talking about, we perform every set, rep, and exercise on the clock. The clock dictates when we work, when we rest, and even the intensity. Because if we're unable to perform the next round or rep or set due to fatigue from the prior set, we're not going to be able to stay on the interval. And in turn, we're going to lose the desired stimulus of the session. So that's where the clock holds us accountable. Because if we push ourselves too hard and go too aggressive, then we can't stick with that interval for the rest of the workout and we lose the entire purpose. So for example, to give you some context to what these intervals look like, when we're training for muscular endurance, we typically use a one minute interval or even a 90 second interval, meaning you're gonna perform a set every minute or every 90 seconds. When we're training for muscle growth or hypertrophy, we typically use a two minute interval And rarely we'll use a two and a half, but we like to try to keep the numbers as clean as we can. So we'll stick with two minutes as a general rule of thumb. And then when we're training for strength, we typically have a three or even a four minute interval. So that's specifically for resistance training. Those are the intervals that we follow when we're training for muscular endurance, hypertrophy, and strength. We can summarize it as one minute, two minute, three minute. Now, when we're talking about conditioning, We're going to look at it in terms of energy systems. So the oxidative or the aerobic energy system, the glycolytic energy system, which is that fast and uncomfortable uh, system, and then the ATP-PC, which is your all-out effort maximal system. So when we're training to improve our aerobic capacity or our endurance, we're having work-to-rest ratios that are are one-to-one or less. We're working for two minutes or more for each of those intervals or work periods, we'll call them. And we're repeating that three to five times. For the glycolytic system, when we're trying to target that, it's a one to two, one to three work to rest ratio. Again, 20 to 120 seconds of work. And that's repeated for six to nine intervals or somewhere in that realm. 
And then with the ATP PC, PC system or that maximal system, one to five on the work to rest ratio or more. Anywhere from 15 seconds or less in terms of the work. I know I said 10 earlier, but 15 can be applied here because we're not we're not perfect. And that's repeated for 10 to 15 intervals. So is everything I just listed perfect? Absolutely fucking not. Is any program perfect? Absolutely fucking not. But it works, it's time efficient, and it's sustainable. Oh, and people actually enjoy it. Because right now, we're seeing a trend where people are burnt out on high-intensity functional fitness. Look, I came from that world. Ashley came from that world. We love it. But you do, at least most people do, hit a breaking point where you need to change things up. And it doesn't have to be forever. But it just needs to be long enough to refresh your body and fall back in love with training. Because you can only go so hard for so long and beat yourself up so much before you just break. So... Regardless of which program you follow in ballistic performance, build, move, perform, or even our custom programs, you're going to be on the clock. The clock is going to govern you throughout that entire training session. Uh, plus, you're going to understand exactly why you're doing what you're doing. You're going to know the tempo for each exercise. That's right. Every exercise is on tempo. It's not just fucking willy-nilly, move as fast or as slow as you want. You're going to know how long each round should take of the conditioning pieces, how many reps you should be able to complete without taking a break, and how hard you should be pushing yourself across all of these sessions. So we've literally taken all of the guesswork out of it. Our goal was to create a program that allows you to open the app, hit start session, and go. No thinking, no questioning, no distractions. That is what we've done. That is what we've created through Ballistic Performance across our three, and if you include the custom, four programs. So hopefully that provides some context and some insight into what not only what we believe in terms of fitness, but how we implement those beliefs into programs that are practical, sustainable, and actually produce results. So if all of that sounded awesome and you thought, wow, that's pretty fucking cool. I'd like to check that out. I'd like to see what that looks like. We're offering a seven-day free trial to any of our fitness tracks, build, move, or perform. So if you want to take advantage of that, follow the link in the show notes, or you can send us a DM on Instagram. Either way is fine with us, but we will get you set up and hook you up with that free week so you can see exactly what you'd be getting into and get a taste for what we do here at Ballistic Performance. And if you listened and thought that, yeah, fuck that, that's not really for me, that's cool too. We're just providing insight and information so that you can make informed decisions across your fitness journey. We don't need you to train with us. We don't, we're not for everyone and that's okay. But what we do want to make sure is that we're providing educational and valuable information to better yourself and so you can make smarter decisions across your journey. So, Hopefully, you got something out of that today. If so, please share this with a friend, family member, coworker, training partner, but spread the word. And if you want to take advantage of that seven-day free trial, again, follow the link in the show notes. As always, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, 
Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support, and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either Ballistic.Performance or Ballistic Performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at TrainBallistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.